Hello, I'm Dr. Yoli, and I am so excited to bring our guest, Dr. Silver. I, he's full of energy, and we're going to ask him some questions, and he's going to roll with that because he is really good at it. So tell me about yourself. Tell me about how you became a functional doctor and why medicine. Hi, Stephen Silver. I'm a family medicine urgent care doctor here in Boca Raton, Florida, and my practice focuses primarily on disease prevention. It's a functional medicine practice, which means we look at the function of your body. Um, we believe in the things that man has created medicines, but they're only second to what God gave us, to the natural things he gave us for healing, and also the preventative medicine things that we logically can do to keep our body healthy. Uh, this came to me, my revelation, at about 35 years old, because I realized that I get one car, only one vehicle while I'm here on this earth, and while I'm used to trading in my real cars when they kind of get dinged up and banged up, mm -hmm. can't trade this body in. Mm -hmm. So this has got to last the whole 120 years that we're going to be here on this earth. Mm -hmm. Wow. So 35 years ago, you got into this kind of medicine? It's about really at 35, so that was 25 years ago. So you weren't really ahead of your time. Yes, as a matter of fact, uh, I got tons of resistance from my family. I got tons of resistance from the medical culture. Right. Um, I just saw this as the way to go. And I started uh, really with nutrition and with nutraceuticals, you know, knowing that we all need supplements to keep our body strong, the natural plants and herbs that God's given us. Um, that's really where I started my journey, knowing that we don't get what we need from the foods okay. and that we do need to supplement. All humans need to supplement. Hmm. Wow. So I'm so impressed because I didn't know that you have been doing this for so long. Most people, it's like a new wave of doctors that are representing a very small percentage of doctors that are doing what he uh, is doing for 25 years. <clears throat> wow. So what is your anti-aging secret? So really the anti-aging secret is don't pollute your body. I mean, it, it's real simple. Everything out there in the world wants to either pollute your body or your mind. Okay. And that's the real secret is you have to learn to keep your body clean. <clears throat> you need to do housekeeping all the time. So that means getting unclean foods. That means getting unclean thoughts. That means getting unclean people. So it's all really a matter of housekeeping. Mm -hmm. And you need to look at everything that you do step by step in your life and see where you can clean it up, see where you can purify it, right? You want to be pure, okay? okay? And if you can do that, now none of us are perfect. We all fall short. I mean, we all know this. We all fall right. short. Mm -hmm. But we need to, every step that we make, we all, we're always looking at God versus Satan, God versus Satan, right? We're looking at two choices always. Mm -hmm. And we always want to choose the pure and the holy if we can Right. Okay, so that has to do with foods. So you want to go for organic foods, whole foods, no pesticides, no preservatives, no artificial colors, mm -hmm. right? What are, I mean, food is our medicine. Hippocrates, the father of medicine, said that, right? Let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. Mm -hmm. So we have to start there because if you live 75 years and you eat three times a day, that's 90,000 doses that go into your body over a lifetime. So there's nothing we do more mm -hmm. than to put food into our mouth. So you were telling us about anti-aging secrets. So walk me through a day of your life. Like, what does that look like? Because you're an expert. So we want the people to know what does an expert does, you know? You wake up at what time? I wake up every morning at about six o'clock after about eight hours of sleep. Awesome. 
Okay, so we need our sleep, right? Sleep is a, so let's start with sleep. Yeah. All of us need sleep. Uh, sleep is when we regenerate, we recharge our bodies, we bring our basal metabolic rate down. And we have to make sure that we get our delta sleep, which is our deep sleep, our rapid eye movement sleep, because mm -hmm. that's when we regenerate our soul and our spirit. That's where all the regeneration comes in deep sleep. And at what time does that occur? If you go to sleep at what, 930? Probably a few hours into it, right? You go through, you go through really alpha, then theta, and then you get into delta, which is two cycles per second. That's the slowest brain wave that you have. Mm -hmm. And when your brain slows down, that's when your body regenerates. Everything kind of shuts down a little bit. It's really mm -hmm. entering into God's rest. Yes. Okay. And everything shuts down and your body regenerates. So you can only really do that if you have a clear mind before you go to sleep. Mm -hmm. And that's when I tell people anti-aging really starts the battles in your mind. Mm -hmm. Okay. You really have to find peace in your mind. You only do that with God, obviously, because he gives mm -hmm. perfect peace. Mm -hmm. um, so you find that. And when you have peace and you can lay down at night mm -hmm. and you don't have any fear, okay, because you're left with the peace of God, you get a good night's sleep and you wake up charged in the morning because mm -hmm. you've now regenerated. So as opposed to people that are getting really insufficient sleep, not enough hours or low quality, poor sleep, mm -hmm. they wake up and they're dragging. They hate the mornings because they're not recharged. They're not regenerated. Mm -hmm. So if we live a certain kind of life, if we bring God in, if we bring his peace in mm -hmm. and we really move all the negativity out, mm -hmm. we get a great night worth of sleep. We wake up charged in the morning. So let's go now to in your patients. I'm a biological dentist. So we are dealing with patients that are highly toxic with heavy metals, aluminum, mercury, lead, all these different things. Um, so I'm removing all those sources in, out of their mouth. What is your protocol? Like, do you look at people's mouth? Do you do testing of metals? Like, what do you? Yeah, sure. So when you come to my practice, yeah. the first thing that I do is a comprehensive functional blood panel. Okay. And that includes about 50 to 75 tests. You might get four at your managed care doctor. So mm -hmm. I look at your liver, your kidney, your heart, all of the lipids in your blood, cardiac risk factors, heavy metals, food allergies, vitamin levels, iron levels, every hormone that you have floating through your body. I look at 11 thyroid tests versus the one that they do at your managed care. Mm -hmm. So for me to get an inside view of you, mm -hmm. kind of like your financial portfolio, right? I need, I need data. So I take a bunch of blood, mm -hmm. maybe like 10 or 12 tubes, right. and really look at the status of how your physiology is working. Physiology is really how the body works, and anatomy is the mechanics. It's the bones and the muscles. Mm -hmm. So I need to know how things are working on the inside, what your vitamin levels are, your iron levels are, the heavy metals. Um, all of us, all of us over the age of 35 are hormone deficient. Mm -hmm. We all are hormone deficient. And, you know, we really have to look at these things seriously because to keep your body optimally working, you've got to keep your blood numbers perfect. Right. And you can't, you can't know that by outside examination. I don't think Superman could know that with his x-ray vision. You need right. the blood. Right. So if you have a patient that has heavy metals, like the mercury is like, instead of 0 0.04, is like 78, what do you do? Well, we would look at the cause of the mercury. Yeah. Okay. Is it fish? Is it dental? Right. You know, so we would then, then we would focus in, we would narrow our focus on that one problem. Okay. And we would send them to a dentist like you, you know, to have the, all the bad fillings removed and, you know, whatever you needed to remove from when dentists didn't know better. Right. And you know, we would talk about eating fish, 
you know, because of course fish has a lot of mercury in it, mm -hmm. you know, and then, then of course they make many heavy metal detoxes, right. you know, natural heavy metal detoxes. Chelation would probably be a last resource because that can be really hard on your kidneys. Yeah. So that would be, you know, maybe my last resource, but then we start to narrow things down. We focus on the problem, mm -hmm. you know, let's remove the toxins right. and let's stop putting the toxins into our body. Right. So we have a couple of routes, you know, so if they come so to someone that, like you, yeah. you take the bad stuff out and I teach you not to put the bad stuff in. Right. If you have to live in a tent and eat right, as opposed to living in a house, I'd live in a tent and eat right. <laughs> right. That's very wise. Thank you for sharing. Because a lot of people put a lot of their financial resources into things that are looking good on the outside, but not on the inside. And that's what we see. That's what are the cancer patients that I'm seeing. Young people with cancer. How can a 28-year-old have colon cancer? You know? So, all right. So he is inspiring us to only eat vegetables that are organic, truly. And it's plant-based. So when I talk to my patients, I look them square in the eye, I do not expect you to be perfect. But if you're eating meat three times a day, mm -hmm. let's make it for special occasions. Let's try backing that down and let's start adding more plant-based products versus the animal products in your diet. Is one of the things that most inspires the energy in me. Right. is I don't waste all my energy digesting these heavy meat products. So mm -hmm. I have a lot of energy to share with everybody else. Mm -hmm. So you wanna um, explain to the public that is listening about the process of digestion with the vegetables and then versus the meat? Right, so when you look at our GI tract, we have a GI tract of an herbivore, just like a cow. We have a long and windy GI tract, okay? Carnivores are things like bears and lions and tigers. They have a very, very short GI tract. So when they eat meat, the meat goes through pretty quickly because it's not going through this windy little tunnel. Mm -hmm. Now in humans, when people eat a big steak dinner and a couple hours later, you're like, hey, let's go out and have some fun. They're like, oh, my, my steak is still right here. It really is still right there. Okay, because it's got miles and miles, it's got like 80 feet to travel. Mm -hmm. All right, so the longer that anything stays in the GI tract, it's called GI transit time, which is the time it takes from your mouth to be eliminated to the body. Now vegetables are like eight to 12 hours. Meat can be three days. So the longer the meat and the longer that, that waste from a meat dinner stays in contact with the colon, the more chance that toxins are gonna spread into the colonic mucosa and give you colon cancer. Mm -hmm. So one of the biggest reasons not to eat meat is because we have colon cancer like Asia doesn't have. They do rice and vegetables, we do meat, and of course we have all the colon cancer. Mm -hmm. And these are things you start to think about after you hit 35 and 40. Nobody thinks about these things when they're 25, and they should, all right? But we start when we're concerned about the brevity of the amount of time we have left on this earth. Then we start like, oh my gosh, what should I be doing? Well, you've been living in sin for the last 50 years. Let's see if I can fix this right now. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really hard to fix things. I feel like a fireman sometimes when I'd rather be a fire inspector. Mm -hmm. I'd rather be a fire inspector and not have the fire break out, mm -hmm. but teach you how to prevent the fire. Right, that's fantastic. I'm inspired. Wow. <laughs> so I have a lot of um, patients and even employees that, they have the meat diet, and they're always complaining about acid reflux. So explain that to the public. Why do they have that more acidity to digest the meat? Like what, what goes on? So a calorie is a measure of work. It's actually measured in joules, which is a measure of work. So the more difficult something is to digest, the more work it is to digest, mm -hmm. right? That makes sense. 
right? When you eat steak tartare, it's very difficult to rip it apart, right? But when you eat well done steak, right, it kind of like falls apart because you've broken the protein links in it. So when people are eating meat, you need more acid to pummel that meat, right. to break it down. And, you know, you're really flooding your system with acid. With vegetables, things are much easier to break down. You don't have those heavy protein bonds that needed to be broken down. And so digestion becomes easier and you're going to have a lot less acid reflux. So a lot of people struggle keeping, you know, like the diets and they go, what would you recommend for somebody that doesn't have the discipline, right? Because I hear it all day long. I did a diet, I did it for two weeks and they go back into... So what's missing there? It's faith. You need to live by faith. What does faith mean? It's obedience and it's discipline. Right. So the example I use to my patients and I use it, I always get chuckles in the room. Are you married? Yes, I'm married. Mm -hmm. How would your wife be if you were faithful 360 days a year? Would she be okay with that? It's only five days that you weren't faithful. Mm -hmm. No big deal, right? right? So when we're married, okay, we become faithful mm -hmm. to our partner. Right? Everything in life that you need to be faithful to takes discipline, right. right? We walk by faith, not by sight. If we believe in God, we live by faith. Like that's not easy because the world pulls us away from that, mm -hmm. right? The devil always tries to pull us into sin, yes. right? Which could be a cannoli. It could be a vente mocha from Starbucks. It could be a piece of cake. It could be a cheese pizza. It could be wings with uh, buffalo wings with blue cheese at the football game. That's sin. That's sin for your body. You're just not honoring your God with your body when you do that. Mm -hmm. You know, so it really becomes a matter of faith. Now, I normally see faith when people have had their first heart attack. They have stents placed. Right. And all of a sudden, they come to Jesus. And I don't mean religiously or spiritually. Mm -hmm. They just come, Doc, I don't want to die. Right. Like, what am I going to do? I'm like, well, brother, I've been telling you your cholesterol has been high for 15 years right. because of the meat and the cheese and the dairy. And then they come to Jesus and they swear it off. Right. But unfortunately, it takes that experiential learning for people to change their ways, mm -hmm. which is unfortunate. Right. You know, I hate when people have to learn a lesson that way. Yeah. I hate it. So that's why we're doing the podcast and we're sharing with people because we believe that sometimes it's lack of knowledge. So we're doing this interview and sometimes it's lack of discipline. So you have to, you know really think about the future. Whatever you do now has a consequence. So what is your prescription, God's prescription, according to you, for health? Take away everything that pollutes the mind and the body and, and really focus on that. I mean, think about the things that pollute your mind and think about the things that pollute your body. Do as much research as you can. People like me, the, res the resources are out there. Yes. And you really have to, you know, are, are there negative people in your life? Are there things in your life that are causing you anxiety? A lot of eating is emotional eating, right? We get, we, we, we break up with a boyfriend or a girlfriend and then we eat to make ourselves feel better. We're feeding an empty soul. Right. So what we really need to do is think about the things that are going to clean the mind, clean the body. Mm -hmm. And we need to make that a consciousness. And that's really killing the old self and being reborn again. And you've got to be reborn. This is a brand new way of thinking mm -hmm. and you're actually gonna rebirth your body into a new spiritual temple of health and wellness. Yes, sharing the wealth of knowledge. Thank you for inspiring us to have lunch vegetarian style today. If you have any questions or suggestions for further future topics, please leave a comment below. Thank you.